about hip-hop, entertainment, dating, sex, relationships, and social issues from a sometimes ratchet, because you know what me and my sister do, but mostly woke perspective. So listen and subscribe to That's What I'm Saying. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spotify, pretty much wherever you get your podcast, you can listen to us. Also, watch That's What I'm Saying, the TV show weekdays on Island TV, or download the Island TV app. We're coming back with new episodes. Follow us on Instagram at TwizPod. So I'm Sean. And I'm Shatara. Hey, sister. How you doing? Hi. How are you? It's autumn. Oh, I missed it. you too. (laughs) (laughs) How you be do? How you be do? We don't talk proper English. We are educated ladies who do not talk proper English. Okay. I know, but we we get into our bag though. It's fine. How you be doing? I miss you you though. Like, this has been a while. So look. You know, we actually have podcasts outside of this one. You and me, we get on the phone and we start talking. Oh. It'd be a whole podcast and it just never gets recorded. So oh. <laughs> I I must say, I'd be like, I have to let people know, like, I love all my sisters. We, I, I love talking to all of them. Like, I'm a chatterbox already. These are people that I love yes. to talk to. Yes. So I, so I must say, like, it, it really is a problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So we be having we be having whole podcasts that don't even be making it to the podcast. <laughs> then I have to sometime I have to be like, okay, stop talking to me. But really to quick. No, 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 I, no. I have to say that. Okay, stop talking to me. Then I'm like, oh, but really quick, did you finish watching the show? <laughs> like, like I have so much Ooh. to get out. <laughs> okay, so look, we got we got a lot to cover here because we haven't been here in a while. We've taken a little sabbatical, but we're back at it. Okay, so we're here. It's, All right. it's, it's September. Okay, so what do we call this episode? <laughs> this episode is, okay, we're calling this And Then What? But you can't say it that way. You got to say, and then what? The way and Jesus would I'm say it. And then what? Okay, I had the rest of the yams at my auntie's house. And then what? <laughs> you know, it's like a to-do list, but you have to ask in such a way. And then what? Like your cousin would ask. And then what? <laughs> yeah, and the reason why we want to know and then what is because, I don't know if you heard, but Jeezy has filed for divorce from his wife, Jeannie mm. Mai, who is the talk show host. So I, you know, the show's not on anymore from what I know. Yes, sir, it got canceled. It, mm-hmm. Yeah, but it, it, went on, it went on strong. She's from The Real. And um, they got married, and I, went, I think they've been married now. They have a, a daughter, Monaco, Monaco, who's a year old. And um, they were going strong for, they got, what, two years already? But sorry, Chale, the nah, pot is over. So he popped he, he said, patty cake, patty cake, microwave. Listen, he's he's about the um the trap house. So h- however they got together, it I will be honest with you, sounded like a good love story. I know Jeannie, Jeannie Mai's been married before. Um and I know she doesn't have kids and I know Jeezy, he's never been married, but he has, if I'm not mistaken, four other kids with four. I was kind of, I was trying, I don't know. I got to figure, does he have other kids? Cause you would think this was the only one he had with, with this chick, but. And then what? Me and I more stack my flow. No, 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 no. Me and I more stack some more. That's what so, he said. And, and, and they're alleging that, you know, she was unfaithful with um, Mario Lopez and blah, blah, you know, just the whole well, thing. Well, how she so. said it, she said that she was, what if she had an anger issue or something? Like he kind of checked her. That's what, that's her words. Okay. Did you? <laughs> well, that, listen, I don't, I just know it. she would, she would tell some like sweet stories. I know like there was a story she spoke about of like never being loved the way she's loved by him. And she mentioned like <sighs> it was his birthday and uh, she was on her way out to do some taping. So she had to get going early and she's on her way saying goodbye. And next thing you know, he's at the car and he's like, no, nah, I'm going to make sure I see you off. Like, and he left his party to drive with her to the airport it, and made sure she was good. And just some it, of those like sweet things she would share. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like we see the rapper, but to see a man in love is always nice. Um, but then to see a man get divorced is always yeah. nice too. No, I'm just playing. Yeah. He, he so, told her, by 3.45, I be kicking out. That's what he said. <laughs> I mean, and then what? I'm going to say, and then what all the time. But, uh, you know, apparently you told me that you heard that he's rocking his ring again. I didn't yeah, know that Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, that's, that's on the Googles and on on the thing. Maybe he's maybe he's wearing it again. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I think... I, and you know, I was waiting for somebody to post because I mean, it's all it's it's, it's Georgia's it's, it's all public record. Like, what was the reason for the the divorce? Because he's the one that filed. So I don't I don't know what the what the whole thing was. I'm, I I don't know if they have reconcilable mm-hmm. differences or, or what it was, but 
You know, oh. I just felt, you know, me and my two cents over here, mm-hmm. I didn't really think they were a, a good looking couple in the beginning anyway. No. No. Hmm. Uh-uh. I, see, I, don't know. I, I liked him with Keisha Cole. Not that I like Keisha Cole music, but I liked him with Keisha Cole. I forgot they were the item. That that match. That match. was a match. That was, match. that was So when he get with um that match. You know, this one, I just I didn't see it. And I was trying to figure out what it, you know, what it was. Well see it just she, didn't, you just didn't, didn't well see she got I, I know get it. When she was on the reel, she was always outspoken, like the rest of the cast. And I know when Tamar was on there, who was outspoken, like the rest of the cast. Um, you she tell made Tamar a didn't like her, right? I don't think Tamar liked her. Tamar didn't. Well, I know she checked her. So um, Jeannie Mai said out of her mouth, she said she loves black guys. But for me, dark meat on the side, white meat keeps me lean and mean. So they were like, wait, what? And she thought she was saying it like a sister. Like, you know, we we say some real, you know, slick stuff and yeah. we're real quick with it. But she thought she was kind of getting in the groove with it. Like, hey, girl. And they were like, uh, er, DJ, run that back. <laughs> what you just say? It was so funny. <laughs> er, the music stopped. And she was like, no, no, no. I didn't mean it like that. They were like, well, that's what you said. But I didn't mean it like that. Like, they checked her so good. And she really had to kind of double back and went on to say she didn't mean it. And she's like, you know, Tamar told her, like, the way I heard it was, you know, you like white men, which is fine, but you like dark men and you're calling them meat and you prefer them to be on the side. Like, you'll take a, a black man and, you you know, comparing him as a fetish, you know, or whatever to mm-hmm. meat and, you know, but they'll be on the side, you know, but really the ultimate man for you is a white man, which to me, you know, you have your preferences. I really don't care. But, you know, to kind of sexualize, you know, us again, black folk and to put us in a place where it's like, you know, y'all just good enough to be side pieces. Like, that's pretty mm-hmm. much what you just said. And she tried to clean it up so good. And they were not letting her back out of that one. Wow. Well, and that's good. So what do, what do you think she, so, so you're basically saying that she, her preference is probably the white, the white men, the dudes. She was over no, here playing. Well, well, she, she said it. I mean, in that comment, you know, like white meat keeps me lean and mean, like, you know what they say, FOH. I'm not even gonna say it, whatever. <laughs> hey, I like what I like. You like what you like. That's fine and all. But like the way she, I can't even say the way she worded it. The way she meant it was just, it was just, it was whack for lack yeah. of a better word. It was just whack. Like that was whack. Um, I, I don't know what her preference is. She got married clearly to a black man. She had a child with a black man. And it um, wasn't like oh, any, any black man. It's Jeezy. She got like, what she, and it, you know, it's kind of, for me, they didn't match to me. No, but you know what? She, okay. So apparently before he um filed for divorce, they went to uh, Vietnam, which is where she's from. And some major cultural differences had come up and the rest, I don't know. Mm, so I, I don't mean, know what he was like. World you war. Know like, that I don't from know. The beginning, but it okay. was like the wars of, you know, too many. I don't know what, what he, what, what was brought up, but the cultural differences brought bring up. Bring Keisha Cole back. That's what I'm saying. You said bring, <laughs> you're going to be outside. Uh, picking bring Keisha back. Where Keisha at? Keisha, Keisha, Keisha. Um, and then what? Keisha. That's the Ke- what? And keep, oh man, I mean, damn, I had something good to say on this, but I totally just slipped my mind. I hate when that happens. Um, So I don't know. You know what? She wants to keep her family together. Oh, this is what I was going to say. You know how you said you don't see them matching? Uh Uh-huh. And because I'm a black woman, I, you know, I have to, I can speak for my black man. Like, you know, of course, you know, culturally, if you were, you know, in, let's say uh, Philippine and you said, I want to be with the Philippine, you know, cause that's where I feel like I relate and I feel at home. I respect that. No if Philippine. you are an Italian and you know, you say I'm straight from, you know, I'm Sicilian and I want a Sicilian woman or me. I respect that. You know what I'm saying? So don't be mad right. at me as a black person for saying like, yeah, like I like my black man. That's where I'm saying. Right. That's not a bad thing. However, as a black person, sometimes we do look at each other and we do feel like certain things don't mesh. And sometimes we do feel like, oh, that must be one big. You must be dating a big learning lesson. That's where I be looking. Like, Ooh, that must be a lot to explain. And I'm just speaking from my culture. Right. So when I saw Kanye West get with Kim Kardashian, that's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. That doesn't match. Well, he said it in the song, though. You know, leave your ass for a white girl. I mean, he he, he kind of was pro- very prophetic. I, yeah, I just, I, I agree with truth. you. That's why I said I didn't see the matching culturally. And well, who am I? You know, I wanted them like, work it out. If it works for you, that's fine. But Jeezy kind of should have known better. Mm. Come now, on, that's not, Mrs. That's Snowman. not fair. What? Because he, he may have been terrible. Possibly. You don't know. But no man files for divorce if unless 
It's uh, in my opinion, but you don't really find no man like no man files for divorce because he's out here cheating and just wants to cheat. Like that's not that doesn't happen. No man <laughs> he's signing the papers. You fucking seven side pieces, a mistress. <laughs> uh, hell no, we won't go. Like wait a minute now, if you don't sign these papers, you know it. It take I think it takes a lot because most men, you know, they're not going to go through all that. Try- and then financially, like that's not the smartest move if you're thinking financially to divorce and to file papers and divorce anybody, especially if that's your wife. You're not. You're not doing that. So it must have been something really, really, mm. really, real. Ooh, I I can just imagine because who does that? And then look how we still talk about it. That was the news. I I was actually in Atlanta. The it came out that that Thursday. I was in Atlanta that Friday, and mm-hmm. I want to say like everybody was, everybody was, everybody was trying to show Jeezy love. It was just it was Jeezy time. It was it was a divorce party. Huh? He didn't even know it was a divorce party. He didn't even know. He didn't even know. People's no, seriously. Like you go to the spot, they playing his music. Why? Because he just filed papers yesterday. He just he's getting a divorce. It was uh-huh. a big thing, you know. In it was wow. it was a real big thing. So I'm just saying, like he's not filed. Nobody, no man goes and files for divorce unless you know, like that's the last of the last straw. Like that's the that's the bottom because you don't because financially you you going you going to take a hit and then you. you're gonna have to air out all your all your business. So if you, you know, you're not the pot calling the kettle black. You, you're not, nobody goes to court and be like, I cheated. So I want a divorce. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> right. No. Okay. Or, well. You know, or I was, I was, I, I swung at her. So now I'm, I want to be out. You know what I'm saying? So I can just mm. imagine, but it, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Are you saying it's more likely something that she did? Yeah. I mean, absolutely. That's the only way you can file. You have to fight. You have to show something of the of the other side unless it's and unless it's uh, mutual which doesn't sound like it was she was sound like she was kind of blindsided and she said please please but you know what wish well wish well and um because i think keisha is single right keisha go (laughs) you know i'm wait i'm not no what happened was he tried he, he okay, so he had the rest of the yams. He don't hide them at his auntie's house no more. He He's hiding it. them in his house. And Jeannie Mai was like, "What in the hell is this? No. I'm not down for that life." He was like, "You know what you signed up for?" And then it it's been, all because of the yams. Filed. He filed. So I'm I'm just I'm just watching with my popcorn. That's all I'm doing. That's all we. He all said do. Keisha Cole. So do you think they're gonna get back together like Keisha Cole and um, which Nelly and uh, Ashanti? I would love that. And I'm not even a big fan of Keisha Cole music wise, but I think I would love to see them together. That is hilarious. What? This that you would love to see them together. <laughs> beloved. You've been through some things. Okay. Well, speaking of being through some things, um, okay. and divorce, uh, my dear uh, blackish uh, star comedian, writer, producer, Anthony Anderson, he has been ordered to pay out $20,000 a month in spousal support to his ex-wife, Alvina. Boop. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, Alvina's been there since day one. So. She, and rightfully so. They've been, they've been married for 22 years. So, yeah. So he has, you know, he's, he's bringing in, you know, uh, $2 million per year. So he's to pay out 20% of that gross amount. And, you know, it's going to rack up. And I, I don't know if you know, but besides, uh, I can't even talk. Besides um, Blackish, he was uh, supposed to be in the new Law and Order. Oh, okay. He's yeah, Anthony's doing his thing. Let me tell you, I was saying Anthony has come such a talk like I know him. He sure has. He's, he, remember Life? Yeah. When he, when he was in the Life. other 150 pounds he had on him? <laughs> oh, and, and and um and uh was it uh was it was it uh two can play at this game with more chestnut and Vivica Fox? Two can play, he was, yep. He was just a chubby chub eating cornbread. Sure was. Okay. <laughs> and even in life, uh he was the one, you know, the 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 uh sergeant was like, shut your mouth and shut your ass because he was passing gas. <laughs> 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 oh gosh oh, yeah yeah he is um him and uh what's his name um that also has a gap in his teeth they look like brothers he co-starred oh. in the show with him um that was also uh i want to say engaged to nicole murphy for a hot minute michael strahan 
Oh, yeah. yeah. Michael Strahan on Blackish played his cousin from like the California hood who was like tough and had some like tough kids. Oh, it was right. so funny. And then they look alike. <laughs> so funny. But anyway, so um, yeah, you got to pay up that shmoney. Okay. Yeah, okay, I'm about to well, say she. Pay it up. I mean, when you think about it, it's only 20% of what he's pulling in. I mean, that's not. That's not crazy. I'm assuming they yeah. got are they got grown kids? Did it where the kids at? Yeah, they, they oh. do have two kids. They have a boy and a girl. Um yeah, they're they're older. Um, yeah, so twenty two I mean, years. She's been down with it for twenty two years. She absolutely deserves it. Yeah, yeah. And you know, so, think about Anthony Anderson twenty two years ago. Come on now. That's what I'm trying to say. She was she was with Anthony, you know, when he was cornbread versus now that he's in all these like uh high blood pressure diabetes commercials looking all <laughs> slim and trim i'm like this mofo has come alone oh and he's also hosting this show um to tell a lie which is a good show he's everywhere yeah oh, okay. he'd be all right he'd be, he'd be all right and he does have a black wife for y'all who want to know Boop. um he's divorcing a black wife but he might take you know the reins of um he might join the party with eddie murphy and Do get on and get himself a white wife mm-hmm. it's a comedian way it's the comedian way. <laughs> it's the it's the black male comedian way. That'd be like the first thing people know. Like, does he does he have a black white or a white wife? Like, what yeah. side of the fence he on? That's an important question too. Uh, and that's it. Just you know, just says you know you know what what where are you at culturally with yours? That's all. I'm not says not saying that's a lot, doesn't it? I've had this debate with somebody. We have to talk about this on but I've had this conversation with somebody. Like, what does what does it mean? What does it say? But anyway, but but okay. But I'm glad Anthony Anderson, I'm glad she's going to get her 20%. And, um, you know, it was a sister. All right. Yeah. We're looking forward to see what the next one's going to be, Anthony. Wait a minute. So I'm sure that's going to be another topic. But either way, uh-huh. okay. I like him. I like him. I what like else? Him. What else? What you got? Um, what you got? Um, Nicki Minaj. What's going on with Nicki? Okay, so what, what's, what's happening here? Because... All right. So from what I understand, you know, she has a husband named Kenneth Petty. Perfect name, by the way, for this situation. Just want to say, all right, no pun intended, but good name for the time. So he was placed under house arrest for 120 days um, following a series of social media posts. Allegedly, he was um, violating his probation. He was making uh, threats to the rapper Offset. So he was, you know, um, during the VMAs, dumbass, um, excuse me, he was, you know, I guess threatening him and, uh, you know, doing like posing like a gun, you know, that whole thing, whatever the beef and the back and forth is with them. uh, Sir, if you're violating your probation for social media, this is where you just have to stop and go like, are you serious? So from what I understand, Nicki Minaj responded and was like, you know, uh, Cardi B is just mad because her most recent album flopped. And then I just thought everybody sounds petty. Nobody sounds grown in this situation. I'm really trying to understand the whole backstory. So, cause I, you know, the whole thing with him is like that he's on house arrest for that rape conviction, which he pled guilty to back in the day. Right. So it's not like, it wasn't like, I mean, he didn't go to trial cause he pled guilty and then got sentenced. So he re he violated that for threatening offset. So I'm trying to figure out well where the beef come from, because what I under what I understand is there's that it's the beef between Cardi B and um and Nicki Minaj and let mm-hmm. uh, Jason Lee tell it from Hollywood Unlocked, who also he he wants a whole restraining order. He said I got receipts and everything because they threatened his life also. But mm-hmm. what he says is that. Nikki Minaj wants Cardi and Offset uh, unalive. That's what he said. That's what Jason mm. Lee said. So it's, mm. it's the crazy beef. And then, you know, you would think this is why. OK, I'm a, let me just say this, because I like Nikki Minaj. I like her. I like some of her music. I like the, you know, the, the I'm never going to down a, a black woman, but she's got to figure out what where she's where she's what she's doing and playing her side and i understand you want to you want to back up your husband but he's being real petty exactly like your last name so figure out what what is it that you want to do because she does from what i understand she doubled down on social media like she 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 supported his nonsense so he got Mm -hmm. an additional 120 days of house arrest for threatening because i think he was talking about uh me what's his name the veneers his teeth 
and then said, "You got some good teeth. You better leave that man alone." You should be. Yeah, got really great teeth. Stop. Mm-hmm. You should be. He should be playing in. You know, it, it was terrible. It was. It was real. It was real crazy. So I'm just trying to figure out. Well, you know, because Pet, Kenneth Petty is 45 years old. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Yeah, I mean, he looks young, and you know, mm-hmm. it was a little chicken legs. Mm-hmm. But he's he's 45 years old. He's 45. So, you know, Nikki Nikki is not far behind. So. I don't. I'm trying to understand what is what's this. What's this all about? What's the motive? This is exactly that man going. You know what? He's already taking himself down. He's going to take Nikki down with him. That's just Mm. what's going to happen. This going to continue like this. You can flush them both both down the toilet. That's what's going to happen. Four years in prison, right? You end up marrying a superstar. You know, so you lucked up with Chuck. You had a child with her, you know, she didn't just date you. She married you and she's coming up off of Safari, right? That was the whole thing. So anybody else to be like, yo, Nikki's like dope and all that. But like she, she's, she's getting dude, she's getting with dudes who are clowns. Like that's how that kind of looks like, yo, these, these guys are clowns. Um, That's how that looks. She did not level up. I mean, there was plenty of space to go up from Safari. Plenty from me. options. Safari, it's plenty of space, air and opportunity. And she she went the other way. I, you know, like, I'm just like, I wouldn't care if you got with an architect, you know what I'm saying? Building the new giants building over here. Like, I would like, there's so many ways if that's the case, but I mean, Hey, if that, you know, you like what you like. All right, cool. Like, I'm Hey, however, again, he did spend the four years. He pled guilty. You know, she was 16, all of that. She's riding with him. Okay. That's great. Now you're home. I got the VMAs to go to, you know, like my career is still booming. I still got it going on. Um, but then you go do some dumb shit. Mm. So that so that's like now you're clowning on another level and you and it's like at your age, not your shoe size. So like, all right, kid. So like you 45 and five of those years you spent in prison four of those. I'm sorry. You spent in prison already. Mm. I'm just not trying to say you need to be perfect, but it's just kind of like count your blessings. But since you didn't know how to do that. Well, yeah, now you need to sit your ass down and now you want house arrest and the whole world needs to see it. So social media, I think, is a thing that people forget. Like it's a, it's it's for the mature people like like it really exposes who you are. Mm-hmm. Like you really, you really thought that doing shoot him up, block, 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 bang, bang, bang. Like you thought that was cool to do during the VMAs and like threaten another, you know, you're a father. Was so That was so crazy. That, that was crazy. And then her saying that he was wrongfully accused of the rape that happened when they was 15, they was teenagers. Like she wasn't even around. She wasn't even there. And he mm. pled guilty. He mm. wasn't. He wasn't coerced. He wasn't. For, that was crazy to me. Like, girl, why are you mm. doing that? But apparently, you know? she tried to pay off the family. Yeah, then violent, just um, intimidating and and mm-hmm. threatening. Yeah, try to help him out. That's just crazy. So, I, you know what? I can see them both. Her career and for the, he's going. This is that's the kind of toxic relationship like that'll just bring you down if no one can no one can speak truth into you you're gonna it'll just bring you down because this i was like you would think they were in high school this is some high school shit right right and then the back and forth for her and cardi b that too like what's this best so, so social media beat they have like this whole big social media back and forth they have too and it's just like i want them to like be united like look we both listen you, you don't know if they're gonna love us you know next year so let's just ride this wave and i feel like they could really unite and be dope I don't know what's happening there. This is petty. Whew. It's stupid. Exactly. And I, I can't know. get over that his name is Petty. And his middle like? his middle name, his nickname is guess what his middle his nickname is? What? Zoo. <laughs> like You know what? <laughs> we go into the Brooklyn Zoo. Yep. Zoo. That's his nickname? Yep. Zoo. Cause cause he be wildin'. Yeah, exactly. I'm you for real? Okay. All right. Black woman. I just want to give her a black woman speech, but you know what? Go off. Sis. Mm, Nikki, Nikki. <laughs> woo child. Anyway. All right. I don't know. I don't know. But, but okay. Let me just woo child one more time. So right. um, there's this interview that really had me in awe. Like, are you serious? So DJ drama, Um, I don't know if you know who he is, but he is the, you know, Atlanta drama, Atlanta drama, Atlanta DJ, disc jockey DJ um, for TI. And yes. he's a big deal. Anyway, he opened up about beating his drug addiction um, and spending six figures a year on opioids. Who would have known? 
I, and he I talked about this. He's using, a, he's using a fancy word for cocaine, okay. baby. <laughs> well, whatever. So he was a guest on the um on the the podcast, uh, broken broken record podcast, and he sat down with them and he talked about how you know he he was addicted to pills. And it's a very expensive habit. He was, you know, popping these pills and um, he checked into a rehab, um, you know, during the pandemic and he had a relapse uh, toward the end. Uh, He almost overdosed and um, then he convinced himself it's time to get clean. So when when they say like, oh, you know, this is the whole opioid, you know, uh, epidemic and blah, 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 Mm -hmm. um, because pills are so accessible, I feel like. You know, we say like cocaine or like heroin, like versus having like a pill in your pocket and being able to like pop it with some water and be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, a, it's an Altoid. I don't know. Um, I guess it's easier. And then to go on and do his job. He doesn't have to like hide in the bathroom, and like sniff coke up his nose. Not to say so that's not. Why is he coming out now with it? Because he wants some more. Oh. <laughs> 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 I, 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 I ain't shit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, y'all. Oh I'm sorry. I'm, yeah. It was just too easy. I'm just being silly old, silly old key, key, key. Um, yeah, that's how that's how you put the call out to the dealers. You come out in a podcast and say that you have a problem. So, okay. I, uh, wow. So I just know, I just remember DJ drama. Like when I was in, when I was in college, like he mm. would do mm. like, the, like the parties and stuff. Cause I think he went to Clark. So, you know, you hear about DJ. I just remember him. Like DJ back in the day, Trump. and I was like, "Who's this white boy?" Because I think he's like half white or something. Like, who's this white boy? But he, his, but you know, his DJ skills was phenomenal. Does but, um, party. All right. Well, I hope he's uh, he's clean. Hope he's clean. Well, wow. Op- opioids. Wow. Listen, but six figures a year. Woo. How many pills okay, is that, sir? Drug. Listen, Bumpy Johnson. If you don't tell me, how do you do it? How do you do it <laughs> and stay on the turntable? You are a genius. Don't and stay stop. on the turntable. Wow. And he said he relapsed after after um the pandemic. Like that's that's recently. That's right. That was yesterday. That was yesterday. <laughs> no, listen, he'd been clean for six hours, came to the podcast, was like, yo, he's coming to do the party now. Okay, let's stop. <laughs> I'm clean, son. <laughs> I just want to celebrate like Tommy's mom. I've been clean for six days. They clapping for her at the meeting. Anyway. Um, yeah. Oh, gosh. This okay. right here is something else. But no, uh, cocaine's a hell of a drug. We know this already. Uh, opioids is drugs is drugs. It's not good for you. We know this. Um, but unfortunately, some of the people that we look at, look up to, they are struggling with things just like everybody else. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Okay. Yeah. Um, Show me the receipts, boo boo. What? <laughs> we got, listen, we got to get woke. Oh, wait. Right. I, what is it about you and woke? You don't like woke? <laughs> I'm pressing the snooze on it. That's all. <laughs> you you, you like want to talk woke? about prime time? I want to talk about prime time. No? Okay. okay. All right. No. Okay. So I want to, I want to bring this back. This is the woke minute. And I do want to bring it back to, um, the wildfires in Hawaii, Mm -hmm. because it Mm kind of seems like, you know, it was, it was all on the news. We, we heard it on social media and then, you know, you're not really hearing anymore. So this is my, I just want to kind of keep it at the forefront. Um, and just kind of go through some of the things that I think we've all been noticing, especially with so- social media. So as we know, back, it was, uh, well, now it's been almost two months now. So August of 2023, there were um, a series of wildfires that we call the Hawaii firestorm um, that hit the town of Lahaina and Maui's Northwest coast. So, I mean, we've, we've heard the stories, we saw the videos. I just want to go through some of the things that make you go, hmm, in this, in this whole thing. Um, number one for me was learning that the police chief in Maui was also a part of, remember that it was that shootout, that massacre back in Vegas where the guy basically hold it, held up in a hotel room and was shooting all the people on the, on the ground. Do you remember that? Yes. Okay. So, the police officer in Vegas at the time that that police chief was transferred or made his way over to Maui. And here we go with another uh, 
massacre or or large scale incident again. Mm, mm. Hmm. Um, another thing to think about, and I know we've we've seen the videos with Oprah and uh, uh, the the Rock and certain people in talking about their properties because we know that there are a lot of billionaires and millionaires that own property there. And one of the things that struck out, especially when you saw the reporting, was that their homes look like they were untouched. Mm-hmm. Now we've seen, I, you know, there's some pictures you see and there's devastation. Again, we're not there. We're not on the ground. I have not gone to Maui since this has happened. So I'm only going on what I've seen and mm-hmm. what has been reported. But mm-hmm. it seemed to me that a lot of these homes, you know, millionaires and billionaires homes, Oprah's home, for example, look pretty untouched d- during this, this massive fire that broke out. Hmm. Right. Wow. Yeah. Um, another thing which I cannot wrap my brain around and I don't care how many times, I don't care how they explain it and whatever, but you can very well see that the trajectory of the fire, like leaped across the highway. So it basically went, in, went across the highway unscathed into the ocean and burned the boats. And we know that cause you see all the pictures and the footage of these boats that were not just like burned, you know, you got a little, little burn here, like incinerated in the water. And the only way that that logically it could happen was that fire had to come across the highway, though you don't see any damage on the highway. So, you Mm. know, there have been so many theories about wind blowing, trajectories of the wind and how it's happened. But when I look at it, it basically looks like the fire walked across the highway or jumped, leaped across the highway into the ocean, into the water, Mm -hmm. burning, incinerating Mm -hmm. the boats. Mm -hmm. Mm. Just, mm. um, Another thing that, you know, you hear and I've I've heard a lot of the locals when they're reporting how the fire alarms did not sound. You know, this is a place I mean, you think of Maui. What is it known for? It's known for volcanoes. Right. You would think that they have. And and from what I understand, they have the most high tech, sophisticated system when it comes to um, the weather, just because they have they they have volcanoes and they can have earthquakes. But for some reason, the fire alarms and the alarms did not sound on that day. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. Another thing is that the water was turned off. You know, a lot, again, you had locals that were reporting that the water was turned off prior to the fires happening. Now, why would that? Why would that be? And school was canceled on that day. I don't know what it was like. Some sort. Of, it wasn't even a national holiday. For some reason, a lot of the kids were home on that day, home alone mm-hmm. without their parents. Um, and we have no idea or or there's what what happened to these kids you know it, i haven't even heard any like serious reports like what happened to the kids were they i don't i can't even i can't even think oh echo's going off hold on thank you echo stop echo she's gonna say it again okay good oh she's gonna say it again sean here is your reminder to take my colon cleanse. I have Echo remind me to take my colon cleanse. Um, anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, another thing that about the Maui fires, you heard people reporting that they, you know, were escaping in their cars and they were told to turn around. You know, like they had officials in the, in the, in the roadways basically blockading them from getting out of town and going back towards the fire, which is crazy. Mm. Um, another thing I've read up on is that the governor of uh, Hawaii signed a bill with the United Nations. So basically there's this plan of this new level of sustainability that's supposed to be implemented in in the year 2030, which among some other things, it gets rid of emissions. It talks about, you know, what to me is like the 15 minute cities they talk about. And so this is the governor's kind of moving uh, Hawaii towards that just signed it in that saying, you know, they're going to have to do certain things in order to get this into development and, you know, outlining, well, what are those, what are those things that a, a, a community or a city would have to do in order to get on board with this 2030 United Nations one world agenda? Hmm. Hmm. Um, so, I, you know, I, again, this is, I am, I'm not necessarily a conspiracy theorist, but there's, for me, there's no way you could tell me that this has all been a natural disaster. Um, that a place that was, that is known for uh, hurricanes, um, uh, volcanoes. wildfires, volcanoes, mm-hmm. earthquakes, that they were not prepared 
it's, I just find it hard to believe that there was no advance notice um, mm-hmm. and that things got out of control the way that they did. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. What do you think? I think um, th- this is so sad. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm so sorry for uh, Maui and everybody uh, who have been affected by this, this, uh, I know this turmoil that has just, I would say snowballed over time. And the fact that, you know, we're looking at some of this stuff and, we were not well informed about it. Like as far as, you know, they, they, the news tells us what is important. If that's right. what we believe. I don't believe that. I'm going to put my hand up in there. I don't believe that. However, if you really, you know, what, what do you take in during the day and like what, what's constantly in your face, you know, back to back to back. Um, this kind of drifted off after I would say like maybe a week or so. Mm-hmm. It wasn't really talked about. And, you know, it seemed as though, you know, Trump was more important, but to know that um, this is considered a natural disaster, which, you know, would be a fire. I do feel, and I'm not a conspiracy theorist at all. However, when you say certain things like, you know, they had the most high tech fire alarm, um, you know, to sound throughout Maui, like, how is it that it didn't sound that day? It didn't go off. Like, what are the... I, I can go on and on, you know, all of this stuff going on and, um, just, and the, the billionaire properties were just untouched. Um, you know, boats were burned. Like when you just look at the effect of all of it, I'm just thinking like, okay, a fire could have come. The only thing about fire is that they could have been set as well. So that's a little different. Um, I do believe that over time, I don't know how old we'll be. I, God willing, I'll be here for it. Somebody is going to unravel this whole situation here. And it makes me think of when the levees broke. The mm-hmm. documentary that took place. Yeah. Do you remember that of Katrina yeah. and kind of exposing that a lot of this was uh, poor planning, um, that a lot of this could have been avoided, but they were negligent and almost planning for this to happen. They planned on all the ifs and it just took years and years and years. So it was. So I do believe that um, this this happening in Maui was something like that. So I think it's going to be the truth is going to be uncovered very soon. Absolutely. Yeah, I absolutely. I, like I said, I I don't believe that this was a natural disaster. Mm-mm. I think it was planned, and I think there's an oh, there's a there's a bigger agenda playing at hand. And but but that's it. Yeah, that's all yeah. I'm gonna say. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, some somebody's digging so deep into this, and it's there. Some yeah, they'll be exposed. They will. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. okay. Well, where we at? We are at the weekend D. You got it going on. I used to be scared of the dick. Now I throw lips to the shit. Handle it like a real bitch. Have the hunter. Janet Jack me. Take it in the bun. Yes, yes, what? I got Hey. <laughs> I want to be so happy for some D. Oh, my God. Ew. Ew. All right. Yes. So there's a video on IG that's been uh, dancing around. And I don't know if you've seen it, but it has been all of the talks. And actually, I like the conversation that it has brought up with people. Um, so basically, uh, the video is showing that there's a woman that gets down on one knee and she proposes to ask her man for his hand in marriage. And he said, yes. So the question everybody's like, you know, is she applying pressure or is she just tripping? Both. What? what Oh, you say both? What, say, what say you, I, a wise I, one? I, look, I I hated it. I ha- hated it. I hated it. Mm-hmm. I did not. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't like it. So to me, this and this is, you know, I don't know how this, this ain't weekendy, but this is, um, you know, I, I believe in gender roles and mm-hmm. there's there has to be a preservation of some sort of gender role. And when you think of you know, a man and a woman together. For first of all, because I, I saw the video you're talking about. Mm-hmm. First of all, they were together for seven years, and she decided to take it upon herself and get on the, on one knee and give and give him a ring. Mm-hmm. And he laughing over there like a little girl. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't like it. I did not mm-hmm. like that. Because mm-hmm. really, what sis should have done was question why did it take seven years? Mm-hmm. Now, granted, we didn't had a whole pandemonium going on. All things have happened. You know, because mm-hmm. somebody, well, you know, different things happen, but. For me, would have been, sis, this is a per- opportunity for you to question after seven years. Because in my, in what I think is after 18 months to two years, that man knows whether you're going to be his forever wife. It, it doesn't take that long. So Mm-mm. I question the whole, the motive of seven years. So he wasn't, he didn't do it. Obviously, she took it upon herself. 
Mm-hmm. How? For what? So you take away, you know, even though, and like I said, I, I believe in the gender roles. And as a woman, a woman can be, what's the word? It's not subservient, but what is the word? Um, submissive. Submissive. And, but people don't understand there's a lot of, women don't understand there's a lot of power in being submissive to your husband, to your mate. There's power in that. But, you know, we, we, we got to kind of figure out what is it that we want to do? Do we want to want to wear the pants mm-hmm. and we want to be like men and be on equal footing? Or mm-hmm. do we want to understand it as a woman, our feminine power, our energy is that's our, that is our power. So you are, you are being submissive to a man that understands his role as a man in, in that dynamic. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't happen when you over here getting on your knees with your ring proposing to him. Mm-hmm. That's the last thing, the last thing that, you know, a a man can do in that connection is he's the one who, I mean, and and I don't, you know, again, I want to, I don't want to sound, I don't know what the word would it, would it be, but the man kind of sets the, the woman sets the pace, but the man sets the tone. Mm -hmm. So, or the opposite, the the man sets the pace, but the woman sets the tone. Okay. So if we're moving forward. It's it's really up to that man to move to move that dynamic forward mm-hmm. because if he's not then sis you know it's plenty out here then that that means you gotta you gotta make your way but getting on your knees with a ring that you bought oh no yeah oh no yeah because I don't care as for because at the end of the day and I've I've learned this from experience maybe everybody maybe everybody's experience not the same but you cannot take a man is. It's the two P's. There's a third P, but that's our that's our P. But the two P's is power and problem solving. Mm-hmm. A man has to have a certain level of power, mm-hmm. and he's a problem solver. Mm-hmm. That's what and he and protection. I don't mean power. I mean protection. So there's mm-hmm. three P's, and then the fourth P is ours, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he brings to that dynamic his mm-hmm. problem solving skills, and mm-hmm. he's a protector and a provider. It was a lot of P's, right? Mm-hmm. So. If we are kind of encroaching on any of those, it's encroaching on his ability to be that man in that dynamic, in that right. relationship. Mm-hmm. So I don't care how many, you know, at the end of the day, now you got some gigolos and they want to be taken care of by a woman. And, you know, that's that's a whole nother thing. Mm-hmm. But for a man to be a man and feel like a man, you got to let him let him feel and do and be. Even if you over here pretending and, you know, but you you got to let him do that. So you take, I just feel like you take that away. I, I, I hated that. I, I didn't like that. Like, sis, uh-uh, don't do okay. it. Reconsider. Read some literature. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, what you think? I'm sorry. I got, yeah, I got. No, I got, I got nothing on this one. No? Psych. Yeah, mama, ride a mini bike. <laughs> nope. So, a no, I, <laughs> get me to going girl please i got my energizer bunny rabbit uh battery in my back right now i'm ready um see now this right here is um it, it's it's kind of like the gender roles are switching around so you know when we talk about the term of a man like what a man is to me may not be what a man is to you right clearly so her and i we had we we just come we, we're not like-minded me and this this young lady right here that's all it really is we're just not like-minded um am i getting down on one knee you know for, you know hell to the no to the no 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 <laughs> i'm not doing that sir you get what i'm saying because then if that's the case we might as well start singing dale has a mangina remember you don't remember Step Brothers? Dale has a mangina. Dale has a mangina. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's not what I'm, you know, like a lot of these men are really rocking manginas. Men are, you know, they're trying to, you know, I'm a man's man with skinny jeans. You know, you're wearing a man purse, you know, fuck out of here with your, I don't care if, I don't care if it's Prada. You know what I'm saying? I don't care if it's Gucci. I don't care. You're wearing a purse. You know what I'm saying? You're wearing skinny jeans and, um, and your shirt is tight. And you know, and I'm and, and I'm getting on one knee for you too. Some some, and you ain't got a manicure pedicure today, sir. Oh, I don't care goodness. how. Tommy, if I can help you out with something, like you say. <laughs> no, but but I'm no. All, all jokes aside, I'm I'm still I'm chivalrous. Like I do, I'm I'm I believe in you know a man being a gentleman. I do believe that there's a reason why women wait to be asked to be married. There's a reason why. People, people forget that part. So in her case, you know, somebody will ask her like, you know, so do you think he was ever going to propose to you? But then the reality is now you'll never know. 
Now you'll right. never know. You know what I mean? Just like, right. you know, so if you figure seven years, you know, what, what was your time frame? And then you got to look at like, what are your standards? So really, you know, that, right. That's that, what, that, that's all that is. It just, it just expose a lot of their relationship and he might just be the best man, be great. You know, a good father. I don't know what your dynamic is. Um, but I will say this as women sometime, you know, I feel like, okay, we make compromise in some areas. You get what I'm saying? Like my man doesn't cook. However, you know, he makes sure certain things are like, you're going to compromise in some areas. I understand that part. But when it comes to, you know, getting to that marriage part, you know, that's a big choice right there. You don't really have to compromise. Like I do believe like keep your standards and that's okay. So if you say to yourself, I don't want to be with somebody who would date me for seven years, then that's your standard. That's okay. Right. You can keep moving. You know, that's the thing. Like some people really come off like, oh, but I love him. Oh, but I love him. Don't ever make somebody feel like you can't step out and be with somebody else to be happy. But that really, part. that's what she did. She really, you know, got that on part. her one knee to let it be known that like, I got seven more good years in me to give you, well, you know, she if that's got what desperate. she Because really at, at that point, you got two choices. You can wait yeah, or yeah. you can leave. That's it. I don't, but, there's no right. other... There's no other way in any dynamic, in any relationship. When you talk about marriage, you're either going to wait for that proposal as a woman or you're going to decide to leave. That's just but, it. But the one thing I think that women miss also, and I, I, women, this is, you know, I'm coming from a wise place right now. You can't make somebody be where you want them to be. Exactly. I can't make you, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's nothing like being with somebody who we are on the same page. You're here because you want to be. I'm here at this table at seven o'clock because I want it to be. And then, you know, that that's where the harmony comes in. But if, you know, you pushing and ultimatums and if, and I'm going to, then if, if it's all that pull and tug and pull and tug, guess what? To be together really shouldn't be that hard. That's the best thing about when you go into marriage. Like, it should be kind of easy. Like, oh, this, this is kind of slim and easy, but that comes with time. So if it's somebody who got you stressing where you got cameras out and you're getting on your knee, you know, nine times out of 10, I bet you she could do better. I bet you she can. I bet you I'm, she could do I'm, better. I'm sure she can. Listen. There's no way you tell me y'all seven years in and you got to be on your knees proposing to him. She could definitely do better. No, but- that, and, and to me, that's a bitch quality. Like for a man to like be, be mm-hmm. like down with that, like. Like that's real. That's a real bitch assness quality of you, sir. That's no one that's just, wants to ever hear that proposal story. Like I would never want to hear that. Listen, Nobody wants to hear that. I, I, I remember dating someone and asking like, what are we doing? Just asking like, what, like, what are we doing? Kind of feel like time. Like mm-hmm. I, I ain't a killer, but don't push me. And feeling like it was a, a very, you know, feeling like it, that, that I don't know that the humana, humana, humana. Yep. Just that right there hurt my feelings. Cause like you said, like, you know, as a man, you are to, you know, um, be the protector, the provider, you know, to everything under the sun. And then that, that little, I don't know, just was like, ah, shit. You know what I'm saying? Like Ah, shit. You know, and again, me knowing I can't make you, make you be where I want you to be. Then that was a teller right there. You know, I can't make you. So that, you know, that's just what it is. Thanks for telling me. But because I have a standard, you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I bet you, I bet you, we didn't go no further from there. You know what I'm saying? Um, I remember I had some girlfriends mm. at dinner one time talking about a reality show and there was a, uh, one of the ladies on the reality show was going to propose to her then boyfriend and the young ladies at the table at, you know, were saying that, you know, well, would you propose to your man? And one of them was like, yeah, like if I kind of wanted to know like what's going on with us and what is it? Yeah, I would propose. Ew. And I was like, I absolutely would not. And they were like, really? They were looking at me like I was like all out of sorts. And I was like, first of all, I don't have low self-esteem. <laughs> you think they have, you, you think those you think they ever want to have dinner with me again after I that? Did, I don't think they would, you man. No, 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 no more happy hour for me. No more. <laughs> And I didn't, I didn't, I, and I wasn't trying to be judgmental towards you and your thoughts, but that's just what comes to mind. Like, oh, no, 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 I'm not doing that. I was like, pass me, pass me another one of them little appetizers. Like, mm-mm. I'm not doing that. No, sir. Mm-mm, not at all. No. Nope. Oh, they did not like you. Oh, oh, so that was just my answer. Like, no, I don't, I don't have, I, 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 I don't want to know how bad what's going on between us. Motherfucker, if we getting up and going to sleep every night, you know, brushing our teeth at the same sink. And I don't know. And I got to get on a knee to find out what we doing. Shit. I'm, then guess what? I, I believe in fairy tales a little bit too much. Nope. For real. Oh. That's just me. That's just me. I, I, I agree with you. Self-esteem. 
Mm. It, it saddened me. It, it made me sad when I saw it. Like, somebody get her off the floor. Why is she proposing this man? Should have been like, but then maybe because we're old school also. Because, you know, nowadays, you know, people are not, people are very happy together and they have different, you know, levels of, you know, we decided we're just going to remain engaged. I met people like that before and I just have to respect it. Like, oh, okay. We just decided we're going to co-parent, whatever it is. Everybody has like a different way of doing things. You know, we're polyamorous and, you know, we own two homes and everything is great. Who knows? <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Ugh. I just, man, that just, that just, I did not like that. I really didn't. It just bothered me uh, so much. <sighs> I forget it. Only, it. If you got to get it that way, forget it. Just forget it. If I got, right. If you got to get it that way, it's just kind of like, that. that's like, I hate to say it, but somebody would say that's daddy issues one-on-one. Right. A, a whole lot, you know. That's yeah. But yeah, okay, I, I don't, I don't want to. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. I don't want to. Um, I don't want to bore you with this. <laughs> Girl, uh, I love you. I love you. I love y'all. Remember that song? More and more, I see us in the park. Mm-hmm. Yeah. While well, they're getting married, we don't throw rice. We throw pennies at their wedding. <laughs> oh man happily ever after i wish them the best oh gosh mm, write us back I, w- I would like somebody to like write us on that and be like that's how i did it me and my man have been together for 53 years and we're good tell me check me on this one because mm. who am i okay all right i think i think we we, uh-huh. we gave our opinion Mm. I know we got more. I'll talk to you later. I know. All right. <laughs> call, call me when we finish taping. Oh, we got to get to the jam. Yes. That's my, my jam. All right. Y'all know me. I'm, I'm really, I'm a hardcore gangster in my mind. <laughs> but she loves pink. I'm, a, I'm really a gangbanger out here in these streets. It's a drink wait wait listen wait as an aside let me before i get to my song but i went to dinner this past weekend real quick right Mm -hmm. so there was a a beautiful woman there and she's she's from the midwest and the guy that she's dating is from brooklyn right and he's he's brooklyn brooklyn like brooklyn all day every day he's hardcore you gonna know he's from brooklyn you know them type right oh oh, he's from brooklyn because he's gonna tell you he's He's gonna let you know the minute you shake his hand all the time right so she was like, you know, I guess getting with him is 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 a it's a culture shock. It's different. She was like, because every morning he plays this gangster music, and we're like, <laughs> she, she means Biggie, Jay Z, and Nas. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just laughed so hard. I was like, I never considered Biggie, Jay Z, or Nas as gangster music, but oh yeah. Do you would you say that that's gangster music? I mean, we brush our teeth to who shot you. <laughs> Up in my house. <laughs> Stock all that bicker and beef. I can hear sweat trickling down your cheeks. Okay, so I, I I don't know. I just thought it was funny because I never considered it, but I got you know. And then I'm listening like, well, I, this was the kind of music I listened to. I just never considered this gangster music. But she's anyway. like, I, what? I just never thought like drug dealing, shoot him up, bang bang, was gangster music. I just never thought I did that. Right? I was like, I you never, know, I never did like. I'll tie you up and leave. You know, like stab, <laughs> stab your brain with your nose bone. I did not think that was gangster. I never, you know. Uh, Cause you're starting to rot, you know, like it's terrible. It's yeah. terrible. So I, I just thought that was funny. Like, I mean, okay, so it's gangster music. So here's my my gangster music for today. My song is "It's Mine" by Not by Mob Deep featuring Nas. So let me paint a picture Ooh. because that's what he did. Silk shirts and my dress coat. What a flirt! Mm-hmm. Holly Berry's from and the Papa Stray saying concert. Okay, yeah. so this was a song. Let me tell you, this was 1999. Oh my 1999. Mm-hmm. So this was on, and that's Mob Deep's fourth album came out in 1999, Murder Music, and that's where um, they got together with a Queensbridge artist, fellow artist Nas, mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. It's Mine. So if you remember how it started, it was the instrumentals from 
from Scarface back in the 83 movie Scarface, right? Mm-hmm. And then you, the, the, the videos, this was back in the day when the videos were just like little mini movies. Because mm-hmm. I remember like, man, I want to go there with it. Where, wherever they were at, it was Vegas, it was Miami, wherever it was. Mm-hmm. But, and that was, was that Little X? No, that was Hype Williams. Remember Hype, Hype Williams? Williams. The, with the Hype videos. Oh yeah, he did so, And they basically took the whole Mon- Monica and Brandy you know, the boy is mine and kind of mm-hmm. changed the lyrics. And I was like, you know, awesome. y'all need to give it mm-hmm. up because we don't give a fuck what y'all niggas want. Thug life is mine. And I swear, I just, thug life was mine. <laughs> <laughs> thug oh. life really was mine because this song, I, I, oh, I got so super hyped off of this. And I, to this day, like catch me coming from yoga and I will play Thug Life is mine and mm-hmm. I will swear that this is my life. This is my life. shit. Should I I'm should I send it. your should I send your commissary via Cash App? Please. You little thug. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, straight thugs on this side. It's do or die. That's that's how I it's, I am in grade, so I mean, I can't say enough about this song, Recipes to Prodigy. And if you listen, Havoc has said that um, he was like the first rap artist to sample Scarface. Mm. Anything from the movie could remember, like that's how the cinematography of the whole thing. It was like it was the movie. It was like Scarface, but he was the first yes. one to ever do it. Remember? Um, okay. Havoc is a producer, and he, he produces. Which I mean, it's this was so cinematic. The music, and that's why I feel like in this era, our music, our rap, the rap music was it painted a picture, it painted a movie, it was a story. So you listen to this, you're like, I'm hearing Scarface, I'm hearing Brandy, boy is mine. I'm like, I'm I'm transported into, well, I guess I'm over here doing a dope deal. I don't know, what are we doing? <laughs> talent on talent on talent. Oh man, Gators match gangsta music. I mean, the whole thing, it was just, and you know, and I love Nas. And Nas celebrated his 50th birthday recently. Woo. Uh, my husband okay. just don't know it yet. That's, so that's I just want to, I just want to give a special heartfelt shout out to um, my husband in my head, Nas. Okay. Um, beautiful man, beautiful soul. Okay, all right. Yes, you remember the song? You can get better with time. Of course, this was this was a joint right here. Um, yeah, we know Ooh. Mob Deep and Nas. Everybody was happy about that, and just the whole the video was like a you know just a bright beach. And I was like, oh shoot, like, yeah, that is a Scarface intro, Scarface, Scarface intro. Scarface, that was yeah. super dope. And you know, uh, hip hop, we love, you know, gangster mobster stories, like it kind of coincides with each other. So it just all went together and this was definitely a hit. And the video was just as good as the song. Ooh, that Those good. were the days. I, I don't even, I haven't even seen it. Have you seen a video lately? I don't even know what a video is like. I know, but I'm gonna watch it when we finish this because I just want. Look, you're gonna watch an old video. So anything new, anything relevant? Oh, I haven't. Oh, I haven't seen videos in years. I might have seen seen a couple of great new, but I don't know who who got videos out. I don't know. I think think the last video I seen was the baby. It was like wait, one of his. Yeah. The last video I saw was on UMTV Raps, (laughs) (laughs) which, by the way, they're doing a documentary about. (laughs) But yes. It's, oh, okay. Maybe mm-hmm. last one I saw was on Video Music Box with Ralph McDaniels. Yep. <laughs> Yo, I haven't seen video. So when we talk about this, I'm like, this was like coming home from school and like, or or I think maybe like even in college, like in the background, videos were always on. Oh, all the time. Yeah. Right? I mean, I used to record them on my VHS tapes. I used to like take videos. Like, yes, oh, I'm shit. That. Oh, it's coming on. So yeah, that was that was a major. So I man, I love this song so much. And really all they was really talking about was um terrible stuff, but I love yes. it. <laughs> gangster music. Hello. <laughs> Listen to all that gangster music. It's like Jay-Z is gangster. This okay. is yeah. Then you gotta like break it down. Like, but do you listen to how they like, you know, sew all the words together and give you all these little analogies and little slick talking and pay attention. Ooh, child. Ooh, I love it. You feel me? I write a graphic page. Escort Nigga City Grave. Okay, that's terrible, but... Yay! I love it. <laughs> I love it. Okay. That was my song. That was my jam. Ooh. Yay. That was a good one. Thug mm, life is mine. Okay. I love All it. Right. All right. Oh, guess where we at? <sighs> where? And then what? <laughs> Look, y'all. We've come to the end. 
But you can subscribe to That's What I'm Saying, the podcast. You can listen to us on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, TuneIn, Spotify, pretty much wherever you listen to your podcast, you can listen to us. Watch That's What I'm Saying, the TV show weekdays on Island TV, or download the Island TV app so you can watch us on demand. We got new episodes coming up. And follow us on Instagram at TwizPod. That's T-W-I-S-P-O-D. And Shatara, what else we got to let them know? I see you're out there doing more shows. The strike is is over. The the uh, well, I guess you could say so. Which what, what you got going on? It's lifting. It's lifting. So I'll keep you all posted for my comedy shows because y'all know I brings the funny. And if you have a question for the Weekend D Report, if you want to advertise with us, then as usual, you know what I'm going to tell you what to do. Get social with us. DM us on Instagram or Twitter. And as always, thank you all for listening. We truly, truly, truly appreciate you. Until next time. Peace. Peace, y'all.